Hey there, I'm Jen, a pediatric registered dietitian who teaches you how to feed your kids and do it right. And I'm Izzy, a student at UNH learning all there is to know about nutrition and dietetics with plans to become a pediatric registered dietitian. On our podcast, Mom, What's for Dinner?, we dig deep into childhood nutrition and teach you not only what to feed your kids, but how to feed them. Join us for conversations about things like eating disorders, RFID, sugar, body image, the gut, and so much more. We release episodes every Tuesday morning. We can't wait for you to listen. Welcome back to Mom, What's for Dinner? We have an episode today about kids and exercise and how they should be fueling their bodies. I'm looking at our outline and this is pretty straightforward information. Yes. So we're not coming at you with anything mind-blowing. Um, so we've had this outlined like since the summer and yeah. never recorded it. Um, and I and I always am like, oh, we shouldn't do that one yet because it's not sports season. But then I remember that like it's there are there season. are people that do winter sports. Yes. I am not a sports person and I, I never was. was. But you were. I was a winter sports person. I was a swimmer. Swim, right? And then there's kids who play like winter soccer, and then there's our our gymnasts. Oh yeah, basketball. Like, what's wrong with me? I I guess skiers, snowboarders. I know. I I don't know. I just associate winter with like doom. I think, (laughs) and that like nothing (laughs) fun is ever happening in winter. (laughs) So okay, this is an important episode for parents of kids who do lots of sports or um you know are very active kids Mm -hmm. just maybe they're they're always running around outside making sure they're fueling appropriately um is a year like our sports girl so you're gonna do most of the talking on this one okay 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 go for it so we've (laughs) talked about before let's start with before exercise so we talked about in our what are macros episode we talked about carbs and how the main purpose of carbs is fuel for our body. Our bodies want to use carbs as fuel, as energy. So it just makes sense that before you do an exercise activity practice, whatever it might be, your body needs energy. It needs carbs. Mm-hmm. So that's what you really want to focus on before you go through whatever kind of activity practice, whatever it might be. You're not as worried with before exercise with staying full necessarily so we do usually put a lot of emphasis especially in snacks and things to have a protein and like a healthy fat maybe to help you stay full but before exercise that's not as much of a concern Mm -hmm. as it is just for a basic snack throughout the day right and let's back up even a little bit further to like when is it especially important that kids are fueling appropriately before exercise like if my kid's gonna take a walk down the street do they need to be like fueling not necessarily yeah Mm -hmm. probably not right so i mean a typical snack throughout the day sure fine Mm -hmm. but they don't necessarily need to be fueling particularly for if they're going to take a 20 minute walk down the street right or something like that right but if they're going to a practice or right a game a some kind of tournament or anything like that, mm-hmm. that's when you really want to be focusing on getting the nutrients before, sometimes during, depending on the activity. We're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And then especially after activity as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about like if if you're going to like a practice or something mm-hmm. that's like an hour long. Right. Right. And there's going to be 
heart rate's going to be up and there's going to be sweating mm-hmm. and it's like intense physical activity. Yeah. Or at least moderate. Right. right. At least moderate. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so a lot of times I hear um, people say, you know, they're getting ready to go for a walk. So they like drink a protein shake before mm-hmm. a walk. You know, that's like totally yeah. not necessary. Yeah. Um, and in fact, protein becomes more important after yeah, exercise. Yeah, it's always interesting to me. I do, because I'm in college now, I have friends that like to go to the gym and whatever, and sometimes I'll have a friend that's like getting ready to go to the gym, and they'll like drink a protein shake, and some protein shakes have like zero to like two carbs in them, mm-hmm. and I just, and like 40 grams of protein or something crazy, yeah. and I, I just always sit there and I'm like, you know, that's not really what you need to help you do well in your workout. Like, drink that after the fact. Mm-hmm. Your protein is really important after, and we'll, we'll right. get into that. But you really want to focus on the carbs before right. any kind of workout or exercise. Yeah. And in Izzy's example, you know, she's talking about college-age kids. But this totally relates to children because kids do what their parents do, right? And so not that college kids are parents necessarily, but, yeah. you know – if, if you have a spouse or you yourself or someone who, like, chugs a protein shake before the gym, your child's going to pick up on that. And they're yeah. going to be like, oh, that's what I need to do, too, mm-hmm. which just isn't necessary for them. It's just not what the body needs mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. yeah. So what are some good, like, pre-soccer practice or pre-swim? Yeah. What, what would you eat before swim when you were younger? Um, I would do – usually I had practice right after school, so I would have – I always kept gluten-free pretzels in my backpack mm. for after school because that was just quick carbs, easy to do. Um, before a meet on like the weekends, I would do like a bowl of pasta, maybe a baked potato, something like that. Mm-hmm. That is really you know carb rich. You can do a granola bar. Um, you can do like toast or crackers with peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Trail mix. Mm-hmm. Maybe an apple with peanut butter. That's good too. Fruit is nice. Yep. Nice energy. Yeah. Peanut butter is good because it's got a little protein, but it's not too heavy. Yeah. We don't want to load our kids up on like a steak dinner before right. practice because that's going to sit in their stomach mm-hmm. and like give them cramps and it's Very just not, not going to feel good. Yeah. Yeah. So the carbs are nice. They're light. I'm remembering this image from a textbook when I was teaching. Um, I think it, uh, where did I teach? Westfield State University. <laughs> Um, I've shot at a few places. Um, I'm remembering this image from a textbook. It's like a pie graph and it shows you what type of fuel you use depending on how long your activity is. Mm -hmm. So for the first like X number of minutes or whatever, it's carbs. Right. And then after a certain amount of time, you it turns into fat burning when it's like prolonged activity, like a day long hike or something. Right. Um, so carbs are the main fuel source. So just to kind of recap on some of the snack ideas that you said. So like the apple with the peanut butter, the apple's going to give you the carbs. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's something like trail mix with nuts in there, you do want to make sure there's dried fruit because that's yep. where the carb is going to be. Right. Um, maybe with some pretzels or like checks in there or yeah, something. Yeah, would be a great one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the toast, the, yeah, potato or pasta, that would probably be more so like a meal before, right. um, before a, a practice baker, or something. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Pretzels, yeah. granola bar, even yogurt would be okay. Mm-hmm. Um. It also depends on the person. Like some people are, would be totally fine having a big meal and then going to work out. But, mm-hmm. Or have, go to practice, exercise, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it also just kind of takes some time learning your body and that can be a little harder for kids, but. If yeah. they've been doing 
that same sport or exercise or whatever it is for a certain amount of time, usually mm-hmm. they're pretty good at saying like, hmm, I don't really know if this is what I should be having, but I like usually you'll go into a ritual of what you like to eat or what feels good in your body and gives you energy before yeah. a certain practice or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Um, so obviously our kids out there are not like running marathons, right? right. We're not like 26 milers here. We yes. don't need to be like packing peanut butter and jelly usually, sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. Usually there are, there are some kids that like to run marathons with their families and that's great, but that's not the Do majority. you know any kids who have done that? No, but I've seen it on social media. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, like, when we were little, my brother and our family friends, they used to ran, run like a road race that happened like, sure. around St. Patrick's Day oh, and yeah. things like that. So those were longer. They like to do that mm-hmm. for fun. But So kids do that usually, but usually it's not yeah. a big marathon. Like a 26.2. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so you know, you don't need to be packing your kids, like, you know, fruit gel the right, chew things and, like, PB&J sandwiches. Stuff. But when is it important that they might have something during the practice or game? Right. So if it's long competitions or tournaments or practices things like that anything really anything over an hour depending on the activity of of what's happening mm-hmm. around an hour maybe 90 minutes anything more than that you do kind of want to be thinking about if it's possible to add some kind of carb rich snack in there just to keep them fueled and going mm-hmm. um I know that people that have had like all-day soccer tournaments where there's they play yeah. like three different games in a day. And, like, that you really want to – you do want to add some kind mm-hmm. of carb-rich snack in there, maybe with a little bit of healthy fat, too, just to kind of keep them going. Yeah. Especially if it's, like, multiple games or activities yeah. or things like that on top of each other. Right, yeah. right. Um, even even for things like dance competitions that mm-hmm. last all day long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like swim meets used to last forever. Mm-hmm. Like all day. So you just want to... Right. There are definitely times when you would want to maybe add something in between or during that, that session or whatever it might be, activity. For sure. Um, we're going to get more into sports drinks at the end of the episode mm-hmm. and just our thoughts on some of those. Um. But really, unless your child is, like, out in the heat, sweating, 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 even if the exercise is more than an hour, they really only need to be drinking water. Mm-hmm. Um, and they should. Water is very important yeah, like, for those. Yeah, like, they do definitely need to be drinking water. Right. They don't need anything fancier. Right. Unless they're, like, really hot and heavy sweating. Yeah. Or um, some kind of medical condition where yeah, that's of course. necessary. Of yeah, course. But for the general general yeah little kid right um so we'll talk more about that we'll talk more about like you know if you if they are sweating a lot they need sodium well Mm. if they're eating a salty snack and drinking water right they don't necessarily need the sports drinks either so water is fine yes um okay and let's just like from your perspective as someone who had long swim meets Mm -hmm. and would have to fuel and swim. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that worked well for you so you didn't get a stomach ache? Yeah, I always found that like taking little bites here and there was helpful. Like not mm-hmm. having a whole entire, say it was a granola bar, ha- not having the whole entire granola bar all at once mm-hmm. was more helpful for me. Um, and I found like by spacing it out, like I would maybe take a bite right after I had an event and then 
kind of waited a couple minutes and then maybe had another one, like depending on the interval of your activity, like usually you're not going, going, going for all day long if that's what the activity is. I mean, some people are, but in like my case, like swimming, you're, you have your event and then you have some time and then you might have another one and the same thing for track or things like that. Mm. Um, but so obviously fueling beforehand and like I am just someone who I like to fuel with carbs and protein just didn't sit well with me yeah and I knew that about myself so I would have like a protein rich breakfast and then before I left I would do more like a carb Mm -hmm. heavy snack um Mm -hmm. or meal depending on the time of day Mm -hmm. and then taking little bites throughout and just trying to not let myself get too hungry to a point where I feel like I need to like wolf down something right was also a big thing for me and it's definitely it was definitely a learning curve I spent my entire life until I got up to college so it definitely took a lot of trial and error and some practices and meets where I just didn't feel good and that's just kind of the process of learning your body and what mm-hmm. works for your body and that is just kind of normal I yeah think. yeah um but yeah just those are the things that worked for me, not letting myself get too hungry, making sure I fueled beforehand, mm-hmm. um, and then having something there right after you're done. Yes. It was always a big thing for me, too. Like, mm-hmm. we always did, um, like, Rice Krispies as, like, a post-meat thing. Like, someone on the on one of the parents would always make Rice Krispies for the team, and it was just a super quick and easy thing to grab right after. Wait, are you talking about Rice Krispie treats? Yes. Oh, I didn't know if you meant like Krispie cereal. Treats. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, no. are you guys slugging bowls of cereal? No. no, no, no. We always did Rice Krispie treats. We, o- I don't know why. I always called them Rice Krispies, but Rice Krispie <laughs> treats. Um, but yeah, we always did that um, right after. But anything like that that is kind of replenishing your energy. Where is your protein, Izzy? You know, I had protein after the fact. Like, I was always just, like, I don't know. I got always got jittery, too. Yeah. When I was – I got, like, low blood sugar sometimes yeah. when I was swimming. So I also needed something to give me a little sugar kick to get my blood sugar back up. Yeah. And then Fair. I would always have a protein shake or a full meal when I got home, depending on how hungry I was. And if I, like, really couldn't wait 20 or 25, 30 minutes for dinner to be ready, mm-hmm. I would have a protein shake. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. And, and – um. So protein is super important after a a practice or a game or something. But as long as you're having it within, like, an hour or so, you're good. So, like, your Rice Krispie Treat thing is fine. Yeah. Um, So after exercise, you want to make sure your child is having, like, a good post-recovery type Mm -hmm. of meal. And a lot of times this just lines up naturally with dinner. They get home, you're serving dinner within an hour – there's a meat, there's a mm-hmm. beans, there's cheese, there's dairy, there's something in there. Yeah. Um, if you have a child who is, like, really an athlete, you know, mm-hmm. maybe they have practice every day or they have back-to-back games or yep. they play multiple sports. So many kids play multiple yep. sports now. Their body, not only are they growing, but their body is in this, like, almost constant state of repair Mm -hmm. because when they're practicing they're moving they're using their muscles they're creating the little tears in their muscles which is how you you know how you build muscle and so you have to eat protein after the fact in order to repair the muscles and build the muscles Um, so making sure that your child has a balanced meal within an hour Mm -hmm. of physical activity 
or a good snack. Um, yes. You mentioned having a protein shake, yep. which is an option. I think it's more appropriate for the older teens. That was more when I got older. When yeah. I was younger, my coach, I always had a coach that was very, very into the chocolate milk mm-hmm. post-practice. Yay, chocolate milk. Yes. I tell people about chocolate milk all the time. Yes, my whole young like childhood swimming-wise, I always had chocolate milk. Like mm-hmm. post And so why? Why is chocolate milk great? Because it's got the protein in it, mm-hmm. it's got the fat, and it has carbs in it because milk inherently has some sugar in it, and mm-hmm. chocolate milk has sugar in has it. Has more. Yeah, because has you, more. Because you do need to replete those glucose stores. Exactly. Right? Because you burn carbs, energy, mm-hmm. glucose, right. when you're working out, going mm-hmm. to practice, doing your activity, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so. a brief science lesson here because I can't help myself. Like I just, I want, pe- I want people to know. Science. So you store glucose in the form of uh, glycogen, which mm-hmm. is the stored form of glucose. You store that in your muscles mm-hmm. and your liver. And so it only makes sense that when you're exercising and you're using your muscles, you're burning through some of your glycogen stores. Right. When, when the glycogen in the muscles becomes depleted, then you turn to your liver mm-hmm. and use that glycogen. And so you have to replete all of that. Yep. And you do that by having carbs yes. after you exercise, exactly. plus the protein and then the fat because yes. your body needs fat as well. Yeah, so the chocolate milk was always a big one, especially when I was growing up. And then when I got older, I kind of switched to, like, a protein shake. But Mm -hmm. now it's kind of basically like a protein chocolate milk. Yeah. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, But just a little more protein by the time you're older. Exactly. When I was younger and definitely, like, kids, for sure, chocolate milk is a great, great, great Mm -hmm. after-practice, like, idea. Yep. Yep. What are some other post-workout, like, snacks? So, like... Meals, obviously, mm-hmm. we want it to be balanced. Follow the my plate with right. the protein. What about snack ideas? If a meal isn't within an hour or two, right. you know, yeah. So you can do like a yogurt, maybe a Greek yogurt for a little bit more protein mm-hmm. with fruit and maybe some granola to help with those yeah. glycogen stores. Um, you do have to be careful with like protein shakes and post workout shakes, especially for little kids, but just in general, is, I kind of talked about this before with my friends at school, but protein shakes, especially, like, packaged ones or even protein powders, usually they're pretty low in carbs. Yeah. Which you want to be careful with because, like we talked about, you carbs need are the carbs. so important and you need them right. for just yeah. recovery in general. Right. So just keep an eye on that and any kind of, just check what yeah. you're giving your child. If and it is a powder or a shake or whatever it might be, check how many carbs are in there. Yeah, because you, you want the carbs. You want and the carbs. A lot of these products are low carb because it's a marketing tactic for them. Right, because society thinks that you yeah. don't want to have carbs to be Exactly, healthy, which, is, which is not true. Which is not true. Um, and the workaround, if it is like a low carb, like, protein shake yeah. mix thing the workaround is if you mix it with milk toast or mix it with milk mix it with yeah. milk but a lot of people are just mixing these powders with water which is like mm. not it gonna taste as good help either. yeah and it tastes yucky like yeah. watery powder yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so the bottom line as far as the food goes is a little bit of carb before the exercise mm-hmm. 
have some carbs during the exercise if it's more than an hour. Right. But if it's not, they're going to be good with, you know, some pretzels, maybe a little yogurt beforehand, and then a good meal after. And then after is when you really want to strategize and get the protein in, replenish the carbs, have a balanced meal, Mm -hmm. and everything will be right with the world. Yeah, try to aim for that protein within an hour if you can. Yeah. Yes. Let's talk briefly about electrolyte drinks and like sports drinks yes um these are big i want to okay so you're like our prime person (laughs) i want to just talk briefly about gatorade versus body armor yep Mm -hmm. does anyone still drink body armor body armor has kind of gotten taken over by prime these days Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it was big and i think some people probably still drink it yeah yeah so the point of drinking an electrolyte or sports drink like gatorade is to replenish electrolytes Mm -hmm. that you have lost through your sweat when you exercise. Namely, sodium. Sodium is the big one. Gatorade completely has its place Mm -hmm. for those really intense events when um, you're sweating a lot. Or, like, a lot of doctors recommend drinking Gatorade if you're someone who is, like, not eating enough, you get dizzy, you pass out, like, you need to be getting in electrolytes, right? Yeah. So sodium is the big thing there. Yeah. Body armor cracks me up because it's marketed as a sports drink, but when you look at the electrolyte composition, it's mostly potassium, mm-hmm. not sodium. Yeah. And you're you're not losing all that much potassium when you sweat. No. So body armor to me just has like no place. Right. It's like why like let's just not mess. It's like it's like Reese's Cups and how they make, like, white chocolate ones and, like, inside out. It's like, can we just not mess with the original? Like, right. we have Gatorade. We have Powerade. We're good. Right. So if your child needs an electrolyte drink, skip the body armor. Go for the Gatorade if they need it. Um, and then there's Celsius, mm-hmm. which is, like, big in the fitness world. And Izzy informed me that this is more of, like, the college and older yeah, for the Teens? most part. I'd say, like, high school probably, and then definitely college Yeah, is more Celsius. I think these days, I keep mentioning it, but Prime has kind of taken over, I think, middle school age. Obviously, yeah. I'm not in middle school anymore, but yeah. my younger cousins are, mm-hmm. and they are much more Prime-focused. Yeah. So, tell us about Prime. So, Prime is basically kind of one of those electrolyte drinks. Um there's two different kinds of prime. There's prime hydration and then there's prime energy. So prime hydration doesn't have caffeine in it. Good. <laughs> prime energy does. So makes if sense. your child is drinking prime, make sure it's prime hydration and mm-hmm. not prime energy because prime energy has the caffeine in it. Yeah. Or just to be aware of that. Yeah. Um, kids don't need caffeine, and it's not recommended that kids right. under 12 have caffeine. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really just don't need it. And if yeah. you feel like your child does need caffeine, look at their sleep habits and start there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, and I just looked up the um, vitamin and mineral content of Prime because I was curious to see. And it looks like it's about that same kind of not focusing on sodium, but has higher potassium levels. Oh, no kidding. And, like, vitamin A, vitamin E. Yeah. Which, like, all right, vitamin A and vitamin E, please don't rely on your sports drink for those. Right, which I don't think most people are. (laughs) But, yeah, so, bottom line, your child really 
probably doesn't need them. Yeah, the bottom line is your child doesn't need a sports drink in the day-to-day yes. soccer practice. Right, or like even just like to take it to school with them. Yeah, like, yeah, like there's just no need. I get asked, yeah. I used to get asked about Celsius mm-hmm. before Prime was a thing. I actually have not been asked about Prime, but I have heard of it. Yeah. Um, y- your kids just don't need it. Yeah. Have them drink water. If they're sweating a ton, they can have a Gatorade. Mm-hmm. But but all of these sports drinks on the market, they're just so unnecessary. Right. And they're not going to necessarily make your child any more hydrated than if they were to just drink water. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, sorry to be, like, the bearers of no fun news. I know. Sorry. <laughs> we just, like, kind of shut you down there. You know, yeah. Sports drink person, but... Yeah. That's what we're here for. We just want to give you general nutrition. We want to give you the guidance. truth. Yeah, and the truth. And we want to keep your kids as healthy as, as we can. Healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, Jen, tell us what's cooking this week. Oh, yeah. I just ate this. Yeah, she um, was raving about how good it was. So, I made butternut squash soup mm-hmm. this past, I don't know, day before Christmas Eve, maybe. Super easy. I followed the recipe from Love and Lemons um, cookbook. I mean, I found it online, but I do have one of their cookbooks, and it's a beautiful cookbook. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, all you really do is start by, like, sauteing some onions, and then you throw in butternut squash, and you throw in, like, garlic and some seasonings, some rosemary, stuff like yeah. that. Um, add a little bit of chicken broth. You just, like, boil the butternut squash until it's nice and soft. And you keep the lid on. Keep the lid on the soup so that you don't lose the water that you're boiling or the broth you're boiling. And then you don't lose any of the nutrients of the butternut squash. So it's all contained in the pan. When it's all nice and soft, you take an immersion blender. Or you can put it in your um, regular blender blender, and you puree it. Mm -hmm. And I've talked before about how soup can be challenging for kids. Um, but if you puree it and it's all one consistency and all one color, it can be a little bit easier for them. Mm -hmm. Um, then I like to add a little bit of milk to make it a brighter, like more vibrant orange and it gives it a little bit of creaminess. Um, and so that was it. And then I serve that with a source of protein. It's essentially a fun way to eat vegetables in a different way. Um, but today why I was raving about it is so it was leftover and I was eating it while I was prepping for recording today, and I threw some leftover bacon in it. I just broke up some bacon and put it in there, mm-hmm. and it was, like, the best thing I've eaten all week. Salty sweet. Salty I'm sweet. I'm telling you, that's the best combo. It was so, so good. Yep. And so I highly recommend, if you make butternut squash soup, throw a little bit of cooked bacon crumbled up in there, and it will change your life. I'm so excited to try this. Like, I am excited for you to try it, too. <laughs> okay. I think that wraps it up for sports. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Mom, What's for Dinner? If you like what you hear, please be sure to rate and review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you need recipe inspiration or want to find out more about how to feed your kids, head on over to jenvalandrenutrition.com and check out the videos, blog, and shop tabs. We'll see you soon for another episode.